0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton this, fish is the Smart 7. Good morning everybody, it's Thursday the 3rd of March and it's World Book Day. And a big happy birthday to Ronan Keating, Alex Zane, Jessica Biel and Camila Cabello. Wednesday marked an escalation in attacks from Russia as fighting entered its seventh day with bombardments of suburban areas of Kiev, prolonged shelling of Mariupol and intense fighting around the second city of Kharkiv. It also appears that Russia has successfully captured and taken control of the strategically important southern city of Kherson. More than 2,000 civilians have now officially died in the Russian attack and the UN estimates one million people have fled the country. Mayor of Kharkiv, Igor Telekov told the BBC that the assault on his city included cruise missiles and potentially the dreaded vacuum or thermobaric bomb. They were firing on uh, the residential areas uh, and uh, this firing uh, is uh, carried out constantly since uh, the Second World War. There were no such destructions in Kharkiv. Ukrainian and Russian delegations are expected to meet on Thursday for further peace talks, but Russian shelling is continuing. Ukraine's Deputy First Minister for Foreign Affairs, Amin Zarapova, said that the Russian attacks are clearly targeting civilians and non-military infrastructure. As we speak here today, Russian armed forces keep attacking maternity wards, kindergartens, orphanages, hospitals. There were no strategic military goals when the central square of the former capital of Ukraine, Kharkiv, was bombed and shot. President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, after these developments, said that Russia must be considered a terrorist state. The United Nations General Assembly convened an emergency session for the first time since 1982 to debate and vote on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The vote on the motion to condemn the invasion and demand Russian withdrawal was passed overwhelmingly with 141 votes in favour, 35 abstentions and only 5 no votes. The result of the vote is as follows. The 5 no votes were Russia, Belarus, Syria, North Korea and Eritrea. China abstained. Ukrainian ambassador to the UN, Sergei Kalitsia says the International Court of Justice will hold a public hearing beginning on the 7th of March concerning allegations of genocide committed by Russia in Ukraine. It follows a criminal referral by 38 countries, including the UK and Ireland. A US ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, directly addressed Russian soldiers following the vote. To the Russian soldiers sent to the front lines, your leaders are lying to you. Do not commit war crimes. The United States is choosing to stand with the Ukrainian people. We are choosing to impose severe consequences on Russia. In the Commons, there was a rare occurrence as the visiting Ukrainian ambassador was given a standing ovation. I want to welcome to our gallery the Ukraine ambassador there were no standing ovations for Boris who was under pressure once again about Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich. Last week the Prime Minister said that Abramovich is facing sanctions. He later corrected the record to say that he isn't. Well, Why on earth isn't he? Uh, Mr Speaker, it's not appropriate for me to comment on individual uh, cases at this stage. Labour leader Sakir Starmer also suggested that if the UK really does want to stand with Ukraine, it's time to clean up the flow of Russian money through London. And now is the time to sanction every oligarch and crack open every shell company so we can prove Putin wrong. Australia has been battered by floods over the last week as intense rainfall has led to evacuations and dramatic helicopter rescues. Now the focus is on New South Wales as Sydney residents have been warned 200 millimetres of rain is possible over the next 24 hours with some evacuations ordered already and parents told to pick their kids up early from school. Sky News Australia reporter Gabriella Power says it could be pretty devastating. A very big concern for people who are out on the roads today. The main message that the SES want to get out is For people to stay off the roads and to monitor the situation quite closely and follow the latest uh, advice and updates from the SES. Still to come on the Smart 7 big news from Chelsea and Ryan Reynolds visits the One Show right after this. Welcome back. There was FA Cup action on Wednesday night. Liverpool took on Norwich and won 2-1 to go through to the last eight, while Southampton surprised West Ham with a 3-1 win and Chelsea were lucky to escape with a 3-2 win at Luton Town. Thomas Tuchel spoke about the news that Roman Abramovich had announced he'll sell the club after pouring over £1.5 billion into it. With sanctions being applied to Russian assets across the world, a sale appeared to be his only option. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the situation is now out there. It's a big situation. We tried to do then what we, what we tried to do to, to cancel the noise and, and um and, and to stay focused we showed again today that we, we are able to do it and we try again on saturday The One Show had a proper Hollywood A-list star on Wednesday, sadly only on Zoom, so presumably he didn't get a chance to go and see his club Rex and play Lynn Town on Tuesday night in the rain. He, of course, is Ryan Reynolds, and he was promoting his new movie, the snappily titled Adam Project. It sees Ryan time travel back to meet his 12-year-old self. So what question do you think the research team on The One Show came up with for Ryan? Yeah, you got it. I always say this to my kids, which is, you know, never waste a mistake meaning that you know all your mistakes all your highs and your lows your successes and your failures they all sort of are all roads that lead to here and those are huge passive learning right I, everything important i've ever learned has been on the back of mistakes and failures so i probably wouldn't say a word to my younger self i'd probably say you're on your own you little imbecile been wondering what brad pitt's been up to and missing a proper good old-fashioned two-hour fight on a train movie from your cinema diet boy do we have good news for you the trailer just dropped for brad's new movie bullet train in which he plays retired killer ladybug who gets pulled back into the life the lethal action all takes place on a japanese bullet train and it hits cinemas this july talk to me i am ready you're getting the new and improved me because if you put peace out in the world you get peace back Thank you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft